hello hopefully everybody is having a great day great week um whenever you hear this message this episode um and this episode will be about why you shouldn't seek comfort and uh i guess this is an interesting topic to discuss think that emotionally we as humans tend to seek comfort whether that be consciously or subconsciously we like to feel comfortable we like to do things and be in areas and be in spaces whether that be physically emotionally spiritually that provide us comfort where we know what's going to happen because we are naturally somewhat afraid of the unknown and so when we consistently seek comfort we are also holding ourselves back from growth and so with that we have to be willing to trust the process of our lives and sometimes be comfortable being uncomfortable and not allowing ourselves to remain in a space of comfort because a space of comfort can sometimes create stagnancy which stunts your growth and can prevent you from obtaining um, all of the blessings that are meant for your life. And while God will try to influence us to grow and put us in situations that sometimes force us to be out of our comfort zone, we do have free will. And so I've discussed this before, the concept of the elevator um, within our lives and whether you choose to stay on the floor that you are on, or if you choose to get back on the elevator and see what's up there, what's the next level. So by definition, comfort is defined as a state of physical ease and freedom from pain or constraint. Um, It's also the easing or alleviation of a person's feelings of grief or distress. So, you know, it's really, and also says, what is the true meaning of comfort? A feeling of relief or encouragement. It's a comfort to know that I can rely on you for help as an example, right? And that's according to the Webster's Dictionary. Um, But actually, I want to see, it says, this is what is comfort in the Bible. It's defined as the basic concept for comfort in both the Old and New Testament is encouragement whether by words or the presence of another to help in time of need so again it's it's a good thing comfort but it's also a place that you don't want to stay in so i will explain further so again i'm back again with this book um, one of my favorites 101 essays that will change the way you think by brianna weist and so this chapter is called why you shouldn't seek comfort so there's a few reasons of why we shouldn't seek comfort and especially I feel if you are on a spiritual journey or a journey of growth and you want to fulfill your life's purpose and you are open to what that means for you and you don't want to stay stagnant in life you want to accomplish goals or just become the best version of yourself, reach your higher self, then this is going to be helpful to you. And uh, a lot of times we don't even realize that we are in our comfort zone or we're seeking comfort. So hopefully this is helpful to you all. Um, 
think it'll be helpful. So number one, your brain can't differentiate good from bad. It only knows comfortable and uncomfortable. This is a pretty raw example, but it's the reason why criminals never think their actions are wrong. They think they're justifiable. It's why we do things we objectively know are bad for us and confuse them for feeling good. Now this can be a variation of things, not even just criminals, but just even, you know, relationships. That's always something that comes to mind is because we may pick someone that we know is not good for us in the sense of they don't, what they offer does not match what we offer or and it doesn't match what we want what we need from a relationship but it feels good maybe because the you grew up in a home or you grew up in a dysfunctional environment and so the dysfunction of being with that person whether it be like just the relationship itself or their unpredictability, their inability to be emotionally available, they don't want to commit, whatever it is they chase, the game of chase, um, it feels good. Whether you recognize that or not, subconsciously, it feels it feels good because it feels comfortable because it's what you're used to. And so sometimes we have to be okay with doing things and being in spaces that we are not used to. And um, your brain, like I said, you can't differentiate between good and bad, but subconsciously, like emotionally, and just with maturity, you know what's comfortable and what's uncomfortable. And sometimes, most of the times when we feel uncomfortable, that is usually a sign from your gut intuition telling you that this is actually the right thing for you. So the more uncomfortable you are, the better, to be honest, especially when you're trying to grow. Number two, you don't know you don't want what you want you want what you've known we are literally incapable of predicting an outcome that is out of the realm of what we've known previously so rather than trying to seek better we seek the best of what we've known even if the best is really just the solution to a problem we didn't need to create again again i'm going to go back to relationships uh, like how it says First of all, we're not, we can't predict an outcome. We just can't. You can have an idea of what you want it to be, right? We can want what we want, but you don't know if what you want is, is actually going to come about. So that's just facts. But it also says that we try to seek better. Um, but when we are actually seeking better, we're just seeking a better version of what we've already known. So if you you know, are in a relationship and it doesn't work out for whatever reasoning. And if you don't do the work to recognize the role that you've played as well as that person, why you were attracted to that person, why you um, chose to engage in that type of relationship for as long as you have and what was it, what about it just attracted you. And if you don't heal that part of yourself, then you will just go and find the same thing. Maybe just a different version of what it looks like, or it could be worse right? It could be the same dimension of it. Um, so until you really heal that part of yourself that is attracted to that, you will just keep seeking better versions of the bad version of a relationship itself, whether you see that or not. Um, so it's really about doing the inner work, right? And it's finding maybe not a solution to the problem, 
right? Maybe resolving the problem within yourself and finding a more aligned version of something that you want. You can still want the relationship, but you should find a relationship that is more aligned with who you are. Because as we grow, you outgrow relationships. You are no longer attracted to certain aspects of a person. You are no longer interested in participating in certain versions of a relationship because it no longer suits who you are. If you are growing as a person, keep that in mind. And so again, just why you shouldn't seek comfort. If you have called yourself growing after a relationship, you, your next relationship should not emulate what you grew out of because then you have actually not grown. Unfortunately, you are just basically replacing this person with the same version of them, just a different look and maybe even worse than what it was before. Number three, familiar discomfort feels the same as comfort, which is why so many people are stuck in ruts or absolutely do not want to change, even though they know it's what would be best for them. So when I think of this familiar discomfort, I think of, you know, again, relationships. Some people might stay in an abusive relationship or stay in a relationship where they're getting cheated on. Um, because although they know consciously and subconsciously that they're being treated horribly, right? They can do better. They know that there's at least better out there. There's better versions of a relationship out there, but they are stuck in the rut of their ways because they know that with changing their familiar discomfort and getting out of this comfort zone, it puts them in a space of vulnerability. And sometimes, a lot of the times, your familiar discomfort is rooted in unavailability and unvulnerability. You don't have to be vulnerable in discomfort or you know familiar discomforting situations because you already know what it is. Let me explain that further. So um, you don't have to... If you know that you are in a relationship where this person is cheating on you or they're mistreating you in some type of way, they don't, they're not living up to the standards of what deep down in your heart you really want from a partner, but you stay because you've potentially been emotionally beaten down so much within the relationship that you feel that that's all you can do, or you just don't have the the strength to or confidence to to move on to something else or you don't even have to move on to something else it could just be by yourself a lot of the times that is coming from a space of you're just seeking the comfort of well what it used to be or what you want it to be rather than seeing what it is and the more you stay stuck in this rut the more you are preventing yourself from growing as a person and if you don't want to grow then stay in the rut but if you do then you have to be able to be comfortable being uncomfortable and leaving situations that no longer serve you as a person and that will push you out of your comfort zone to where you need to be number four there's no such thing as true security We seek comfort believing that it makes us safe, but we live in a world in which there is no such thing as true security. Our bodies were made to evolve. Our physical items are temporary and can be lost and broken, etc. To combat this, we seek comfort rather than accepting the transitory nature of life. Ooh, this this is a good one. 
a lot of the times, again, speaking of the secu- this idea of security, the only person that can bring security is you. And even if you can't even be secure completely in that, because as it says, our bodies were made to evolve. We were here to evolve. You're not here to stay in the same space. You're not supposed to be the same person you were 10 years ago today. That means you're not evolving. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Um, and with evolution comes about the possibility of being lost, the possibility of being broken, the possibility of being hurt. But if you keep seeking comfort, you will stay in a stagnant situation. You will stay in stagnancy within yourself, not even just in a situation within yourself, whether you recognize it or not. But if you allow yourself to not seek comfort, you can recognize the comfort, you can embrace it for the time being, but when it's time to go, and we all know, we all know internally, you know, into intuitively, we get that those gut feelings when it says it's time to go, you know, and that can be again in relationships, friendships, jobs, where you live, anything within your life, you know when it's time to go, you know when it's time to change. When you have been eating horribly and you know, like, I need to work out, it's not like a joke. That's really your body saying, like, nah, you need to get up and do something. You need to move, right? We can't stay in this. Our bodies cannot, this body cannot remain this way. We have to make a change. And so when you are allowing yourself to get out of this comfort zone, and you don't, you no longer allow yourself to be secure in this comfort um, state. You allow yourself the room to grow uh, into the person that you're supposed to be. Number five, the only way you grow is by stepping into the unknown. Like I just said, it's why so many people have breakdown before breakthrough moments. Now, I'm gonna get just interrupt that. If you haven't already listened to the previous episode that I just did that is about breakthroughs, right? It's a sign, it was signs of an emotional breakthrough. So I'm gonna read this part again. It says, uh, what did I say? Okay, the only way you grow is by stepping into the unknown. It's why so many people have breakdown before breakthrough moments. Often their lives are leading them to better possibilities than they thought possible. They just know, they just didn't know it was good at the time. Now, let me dive into this because I'm literally living in this, okay? The breakdown before the breakthrough. In the beginning, it can feel like, all right, you'll you'll resist, right? Sometimes we resist by asking why. We try to resolve the problem on our own. We try to avoid the problem. We try to deny the problem. Um, and the problem being the breakdown, right? The, and it's not really a problem. Once you get through the breakthrough, you'll see that it's not a problem. And as you get more and further into the breakthrough, you'll see that this is actually not a problem. It's a blessing because anytime your your plans are shifted out of your control, that is a blessing that you are being redirected to the place that you are meant to be. You are open and allowing um, your spirit guides to lead you to where you need to be, right? And so... Even And we don't even know where we need to be. At the end of the day, you really don't know where you need to be. You don't know how your story is supposed to be written. You only can just follow your intuition. The more in tune you are with yourself, the more you can get to where you need to be. So the only person who knows where you need to be is God and, the, and your higher self. And you cannot physically speak to the, either, either versions of these, no matter how much meditation or praying you can do. You can speak, but you are going to receive 
responses in ways that you have to be more in tune with yourself to actually understand. And even then, you still have to follow your gut. That's just the facts. So, like it says, when a breakdown is occurring, breakdown before breakthrough, it's actually a good thing. So, if you're currently like me in a breakdown, breakthrough space, that's a good thing. That means that you are open to change, you are open to being redirected, and you are in a space where you are being led to where you are need to be. And it's probably, like it says, leading you to better possibilities than you actually thought were possible. So get excited about it and be open and be hopeful and faithful um, that you are going to have good things coming about. Look at it and keep speaking good things into it. Speak good things into an existence. Say that, you know what, this is happening for a reason. It's all happening for a reason. I'm super open to whatever is about to come and I'm going to do the work as much as I can on my part to get to where I'm trying to be, where I'm trying to go and where I'm being led. Number six, most people don't change until not changing is the less comfortable option. But there's usually a long period of time of increasing discomfort before not changing is the worst case scenario. The universe whispers until it screams and happy people listen while the call is still quiet. Like that. I read that again. Most people don't change until not changing is the less comfortable option. But there's usually a long period of time of increasing discomfort before not changing is the worst case scenario. The universe whispers until it screams and happy people listen while the call is still quiet. The part where it says happy people listen while the call is still quiet is very important. And when it's, to my opinion, when it's saying happy people, I'm thinking of people who are in tune, who are emotionally available, who speak life into themselves and others and to their own life who are um, in tune with their higher selves in tune with God who pray who who manifest who meditate who just live their life as best as they can they're always open to the possibilities they're an open palette essentially um, always allowing the universe to, to guide them to where they need to be and that is why they will hear the call when it's quiet and move and move and make those changes not even knowing fully what that means but just being open to it and allowing the discomfort to come about because they know it's for a better thing now the person who is maybe unhappy uh in the sense of they might be closed off emotionally they're not open to change because the last time something happened with the change it didn't give them the result that they thought they wanted even though it led them to where they needed to be and they might be too stubborn to actually admit it um For them, the universe will whisper until it starts screaming. And once it starts screaming, you're pretty much in a space where you no longer have that choice anymore, right? You no longer have the choice of saying, okay, I'll go along with you. Now you're being dragged or you're being pushed. And it's going to be even more uncomfortable because now you really, you can't even look back, right? And you can't even have the time to digest. Okay, well, you know, now I'm going to go. No, it's too late. Now you're being forced, whether you like it or not. And so that's going to probably create even more discomfort for you and put you even more in a space of like resistance internally. But it's all about surrendering. Um, And the more you surrender, the more happier you can be. Number seven, there are two mindsets people tend to have, explorer or settler. 
Our society has a settler mindset. Our end goals are finalizing examples, home, marriage, career. In a world that was made for evolution, in selves that do not that do nothing but grow and expand and change. People with explorer mindsets are able to actually enjoy what they have and experience it fully because they are inherently unattached. So I think that this is important because a lot of the times we grow up trying to, or not trying to, but a lot of the times in society, like it says, there is a settler mindset. At this age, you should have buy a house. You should have already be married. You should have kids. You should have your career. And there's no room for evolution, right? And evolution can be in a form of like, all right, well, maybe I went to school for this and I became a teacher, but now, you know what? I don't like this anymore. I'm going to go back to school and get a degree in I don't know, something else, right? Maybe I actually, deep down as a kid, I really like to do hair. So now I'm going to go back to beauty school and get my certification in that and, and become a beautician and open up my own shop. Most people are going to look at you like, why would you do that? Why would you leave a comfortable space of knowing that you have steady income? You know how you're like, you already did all this work. Why would you leave that? When in actuality, that's what you're supposed to do. That's an internal signal telling you, hey, time's up here. You know what I mean? Like we did what we had to do with this at the time being, but you need, you know, this is what you really love to do. Go and do it. And so a lot of the times you have this fight or flight type of mentality, um, not mentality, but fight or flight uh, predicament, right? And like it says, you could be a settler or you can be an explorer. An explorer will say, I don't really care what other people are saying. I'm going to go do it anyway, because that's what I want to do. I'll figure it out. A lot of the times, explorer have the mindset of, I'll figure it out. But right now, I'm going to do it, <laughs> right? Um, whereas a settler is like, well, I don't see I don't see the full picture, so I can't go. And I can admit that I used to be like that a little bit, a settler mindset, um, because you, you find comfort, what you think is comfort, and having that mindset because you're like, well, I know that when I... If I go to school and I get my degree, I'm going to get a good job. Well, I feel like a lot of us learn that that's not necessarily through the, the, the case, right? Um, and you know what? If I marry this person, yeah, it's not essentially ideally what I want. But hey, at least I'm going to get married at this age and I can have kids and I'm comfortable in that and knowing that I don't have to be in this dating world. And then eventually, you know, that could work for you. A lot of the times it does work, but you're settling and you're not going to be emotionally fulfilled all the time. And you hold yourself back from just exploring who you are, right? The more, uh, what I've learned with dating and relationships, the more exploring you do, which is like dating outside of whatever, you know, normal idea that society has put onto you, whether that be dating multiple people, not dating at all and just dating yourself, um, not taking dating too seriously, not focusing on that, not focusing on, oh, by this age, I need to have this and this done. Um, just allowing things to flow. The more you're able to explore the world of dating, what that even looks like, what you like, what you don't like, and who you are. And the more and more you do that and get in tune with yourself, the better chance you have of when you do settle, quote unquote, it's going to be not even settling. It's going to be just easing into what is meant for you. Number eight, there's no such thing as real comfort. There's only the idea of what's safe. This is a big one to swallow, but there's really no such thing as comfort, which is why comfortable things don't last and why the best adjusted people are most comfortable in discomfort. Comfort, Comfortable is just an idea. You choose what you want to base yours on. That's a good one. Number nine, life isn't about certain 
about being certain. It's about trying anyway. Comfort is essentially certainty. You can either choose to be certain about what you've known or certain that you'll make the best of whatever happens. Guess who has a better time? Because nobody is ever really certain. The people who have lives they love try anyway. So combination of these two, the idea that comfort is actually not real and being certain about things doesn't necessarily make it true. So in my opinion, just based off what they're saying, it's better to live your life pretty much day by day and whatever happens, you'll just make the best of it (laughs) versus trying to live your life in a structural manner and about what you think is certain because even things that are certain are not guaranteed. I think about jobs, right? We, again, we're told growing up, you know what, if you go to school and you get this job, you'll be good. You'll be able to take care of yourself, take care of your family, et cetera, et cetera, right? And so um, we kind of go off of that. But what society has also taught us is that that's not always guaranteed. You can go to school and get your, your master's, you can get your doctorate degree and still not make it, quote unquote, and making it as in like, all right, well, maybe you still don't get the job that you want. There are people who have those types of degrees who are not even in the field at all of what they want, or they don't have a job at all, right? We're all we're all on different paths. And the I think the important part of what it's saying is not to try to get, don't get comfortable and don't allow yourself to even um, believe that you can be comfortable anywhere rather than instead just enjoy where you are it's all about that enjoying where you are don't get attached to anything enjoy it and allow it to to let you feel whatever it is that you feel and bring to you the joy that it brings but don't ever get comfortable that's something that I've always been told don't get too comfortable and don't be too attached and I don't think that's negative. I think that you can still not be attached to something, people, etc., and still be healthy emotionally, emotionally available. When I'm saying not being attached, it's about you don't own anyone and you don't own anything. Enjoy it for what it is at the time, for however long it stays, and be okay with releasing it um, consistently, not just when it's time, but just never have a hold on anything or anyone except for yourself because you're only one that's guaranteed you can like i said enjoy someone's company enjoy a job enjoy a a time in your life but don't ever think that just because it's here that it's always going to be here um that's operating in your ego versus operating from your soul of just, Hey, um, I really enjoy where I'm at right now. I enjoy your company or I enjoy this person. I enjoy this relationship. I enjoy this job. I enjoy where I, this vacation, whatever the case may be, enjoy it for right now, but don't, don't allow yourself to be attached because once you're attached, you are essentially, whether you know it or not, trying to control the situation because you're trying to hold on to it and you can't hold on to anything or anyone um not even that doesn't want to be held on to but you want to always have things and people in your life by choice you want someone to choose to come back to you all the time you want to choose you want um 
a job to choose you because you are that's what it is for you you want where you live everything within your life to be a choice because it's you're being guided there because it just flows to you because that's where you're supposed to be so I think it's more so about allowing yourself to to be chosen you know and and to allow what I'm saying to be chosen not necessarily just by people but by by your your guides and your your spiritual higher self right allow your higher self to choose you to choose to guide you somewhere to choose to align you with the life and person and everything that is meant for you because at the end of the day you know you and you know what is best for you you don't need to listen to other people all you need to do is listen to you so the more you allow yourself to not seek comfort but seek what is right for you um the better it'll be for you your experience here um on earth because we don't know how long that is right so try to think about that try to think about not seeking comfort but seeking what is aligned for you and what that feels like so hopefully this was helpful i am your host chanel this is the black hippie lounge podcast as always meditate manifest invest in you follow my page on instagram and tiktok at black hippie lounge um there's a link as well on there to my website which features t-shirts and hoodies that i sell um and if you would like for me to uh do a ad for your company or etc please dm me uh, let me know i'm starting to do those and um Again, just allow yourself to get out of your comfort zone and align yourself to where you need to be and it all work out. So as always, take care, meditate, manifest, invest in you. Meditate, manifest, invest in you. Join me on my spiritual journey as I elevate myself and like-minded listeners to a higher level mentally, physically, and spiritually. Thank you for listening. This is Black Hippie Lounge, and I am your host, Chanel.